Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons. I'm your host, Sarah Heron. It's week two of Joey season, and I have a very special guest who you may remember from season 23 of The Bachelor, season six of Bachelor in Paradise, where she met and got engaged to her now husband, Dylan. You've probably seen Hannah on your TikTok feed, used her SETI app, or watched her YouTube channel. Hannah Godwin, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like whenever I go on TikTok, there you are, giving me an outfit, giving me makeup, giving me a joke with Dylan, like you're all over my feed. My latest thing has been like reviewing random viral things on TikTok, like the chamoy pickle or slime. And I'm like, I'm like a different person on TikTok lately because people probably think I'm such a weirdo, but I'm living for it. It's so much fun. No, it's so fun. It's a different side of you, I feel like, because Instagram and YouTube, it's like pretty fashion focused. Totally. Your videos with Dylan also always make me laugh because I feel like you can get him to do a lot of those skits and stuff. You know, he's, I I would say he's always down, but he's not like, I have to like kind of get it at the right moment. Like I'll be like, okay, like he's in a good mood today. Like, (laughs) okay, let's do this really quick. But if he's like working all day, I'm like, okay, I need to be like strategic when I ask him to be in one. But, um, but you know, he's a, he's a good sport. He's a good sport. All right. Well, let's jump in to this week's episode of The Bachelor. First, just set the scene for me and the Us Weekly listeners. Where have you been on The Bachelor? Do you always watch? Do you dabble? Were you like, oh, Joey, let me get involved? Where, how, how have you been since obviously it's been a minute since you were on the show? So I've watched the seasons um, since I got off here and there. Honestly, I feel like I kind of just took a minute from all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would watch it and then I would like get distracted or whatever. Um, so I would like loosely watch the other seasons, but this season, I honestly, I've been dealing with like some insomnia issues. And one of the big things is to like watch shows at night that like take your mind off of it, like really get it like in deep into a show. And I'm like, bachelor came at perfect timing. So I've been like really getting into it this season and I'm locked in. I'm, I'm really excited. I feel like there's a really good cast of women and it's just like interesting and all the dynamics and stuff. So um, I'm here for it this season. I think so too. I think it's a great setup. And we went from 32 women to 22 in a matter of one night, which is always fun. And they started this week off with them moving into the bachelor mansion officially. What do you remember, if anything, from moving into that bachelor mansion? Is it exciting? Is it terrifying? Are you happy to just make it past night one? Like, what can you remember? (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. I mean, it's definitely like a blur, but um, I remember we ended the like first rose ceremony. It was daylight, like how most mm-hmm. of them are. Like it was probably like six or seven a.m. And they're like, "There's mimosas, by the way. Like if you guys want, like good job, you did it." And we're yeah. like, "What? Like this is insane." And we got Chick Fil A. I remember I got Chick Fil A because I like love Chick Fil A. And <laughs> um, and then we had to actually stay at a hotel nearby. That first night, we weren't able to stay at the mansion itself. Right. Um, so we're all in our like gowns walking into this hotel. I have. Um, my little rose that I, cause I got the first impression rose that night. And I was like, what is going on? I remember sitting in my room in this hotel room. Cause we could only, they were like, try to not sleep all day so that you can sleep tonight. Like just get a few right. hours in and then we'll come and wake you up. And I'm in my hotel room and I like set my rose down, like on the side of my bed. And I was like, whoa, like this is, this is this going is to be really insane. Um, yeah, that's when it like felt real to me. And then, um, after that, we like moved into the mansion. I loved all the girls in my room. Like they just assign you beds Mm -hmm. and I got really lucky with mine. And, um, and yeah, like it was just insane. It must be very surreal to be in the bachelor mansion. That must, when it must feel real, you make it through night one and then you get that group date card and you're probably so excited, but also like, you know, trying to hold out for that one-on-one, but also like, let's just get off to the races. And this was a classic bachelor date with the wedding dresses, but a little bit of a spin. Instead of just like a photo shoot, we had like a reception-esque situation. You got married recently. Were you like, whoa, look at all these wedding dresses. What were you thinking when you saw this date set up? I liked the date a lot. And I and I don't know if they've done it like this before. I don't remember, but I loved that they like hung up all the wedding gowns and all the girls were like running in there grabbing which one. And I was like, whoa, that seems very stressful. Like they should have put more emphasis on that because I can't imagine just running into a room with a few dresses and like having to choose one. Um, yeah, but they all handled it well. They all looked honestly stunning. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, the date was really interesting. I like that they kind of mixed it up and that there were actually people attending the wedding too. Who were those people? Funny if like we turned around, it was like me and Dylan sitting at the table. It went through my head. I was like, that'd be so fun. I wish I could have attended the little wedding. They should have done that because obviously we see Demi and Jubilee later on, but they should have had you guys, especially the like, quote unquote, successful couples, like you're really at a wedding. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Okay. So highlights from this date include, um, they're at this like last supper, like table is what it felt like to me. And we had Evelyn diving in to try to win musical chairs to get some time with Joey. We have Jess who kind of bragged during night one about kissing Joey, getting some more time with him. Michael Bolton is singing when a man loves a woman. Lauren's getting emotional about her dad. What stood out to you from this date? Cause it was kind of a lot from, from this first group date. There was a lot going on. And I feel like we got to see kind of like what role each like girl's going to be playing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, her, her name's Lauren, right? Is yes, Lauren. Um, I, at first, I was like, is she kind of like, kind of cold or whatever? But then actually, like hearing her story, like it, like so heartbreaking, and like her dad had just recently passed. Um, so yeah. I liked getting to learn a lot about her. Um, Jess, I saw she's from. Wait, Jess, right? Is her name? Yeah. I'm the worst of names. Jess, I saw no, she's from- very early to know any of their from, names. So you're doing right? great. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so bad at names already. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to mess something up. But um, Jess, I saw she's from San Diego, but then I saw them make a comment that she's a Southern, they're like, she's doing this like Southern right. girl accent thing. And I'm like, 
is she from the South? Like I'm from Alabama and I was like, she definitely sounds Southern. So maybe she's from the South. Maybe I need to do yeah. more research, but they were like, she keeps putting on the Southern role. And I was like, was she like that the first night? I don't know. She's, she's kind of a hard one to nail down. Cause I can't decide. I think she's kind of doesn't even know what she necessarily wants to do yet. Like she's playing it pretty aggressive with Joey, but then like, isn't owning like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, take some extra time. And then she got very emotional during the night portion. And I don't know if she really knows what she wants to do on the show yet. Not saying they're all like calculated or you necessarily know what you're getting into, but she's kind of hard to nail down what her like game plan is. She seems like spunky. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm either going to like fully fall in love with her because mm-hmm. she seems like really authentic and herself, or like she's really going to rub these girls the wrong way. Yeah. So I don't know which way it's going to go because she definitely has like one of the stronger personalities in the house. Yeah. And with that, like you either go one way or the other, I feel like. With the edit and with in real life, like we yeah. don't know, obviously even, but it's, I feel like they don't, they, the show doesn't know how they're editing her yet quite either. <laughs> but I feel like Joey likes her. So that in my Joey head, I'm like, okay, maybe her. we're not seeing all of it. Cause it seems like Joey has pretty good chemistry with her. And yeah. he seems, I mean, at least from what I've watched, like pretty rational and pretty normal. So I'm like, maybe she's just like getting this kind of wild card edit right now. I don't know. Yeah. She what's I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about her and trying to figure out who she looked like because she like reminds people of someone and somebody tweeted Kirstie Alley, which I don't know about that, but then somebody said Hannah Brown and somebody said Brittany from Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, I feel like it's a combo. All beautiful women, including her. The first night that I watched it, I was like, she is giving off a little bit of a Hannah B energy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like the hair or like the smile or like the smile, kind of the spunk or something. I don't know. And maybe a little bit of the Southern twang too in her accent. I was like, there's something that is kind of in that realm, but she does remind me of a bunch of different people too. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. And it's interesting. We see her get a little emotional in the night portion and she ends up getting the group date rose. And it was a surprise to me that Lauren, who also was very candid about her dad and kind of expressing some, you know, it was a hard day for me. That's usually like your ticket. But he gave it to Jess, which makes me think that he really likes Lauren's sister and was like, I don't want to. He's like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to give you the older sister any validation because I'm into the younger sister, Allie, and this is going to get weird. That's my take. And I don't feel like I know much about Allie at all, except for Mm-mm. that she's a, a, like the younger sister. I feel yeah. like I very much understand who Lauren kind of is. Yeah. Like she's like, I don't know. Like I, she honestly reminds me a lot of my friends, like on the East coast and stuff, just like, yeah, she's very Philly. It is what it is, but like yeah. kind of sassy, but like cute. Like, I don't know. I feel like she's a distinct personality, like older sister energy. And then her mm-hmm. little sisters, like she's not had that much screen time yet. So I don't really know who she is. But. Yeah. I think that Lauren hopefully solidified her spot in paradise with that line at the end. Um, maybe I'll see you at hometowns. I thought that was hilarious. And I thought that yeah. made this two episode sister arc worth it. I was like, okay, that was funny. I like you. The camera likes you. The whole bit with yeah. the cake. I'm like, get her to the beach. Yeah. I mean, she threw the, she already smashed the cake on the ground. And yeah. this is the second episode. I'm like, please go to Mexico. Like I'm, yeah. I'm dying for you to go to Mexico. I think she would thrive in paradise. Um, but yeah, you know, I did wonder, I was like, do you think she was like, Hey, by the way, like you need to choose my sister. Like, I, like and my mom and I, we were watching together and I was like, you would think she would like hook her sister up a little bit before she goes like, by right. the way, she's the best or whatever. But I don't think they aired her really saying anything. Did and they cut it out. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I think yeah. that line was good. That was the, maybe I'll see you at hometowns. And if they do, yeah. that would be hilarious. Yeah. Full circle. Right. So. Well, someone who I think some people are already expecting to be at hometowns is Daisy, who got our one-on-one date. It's pretty hard not to like Daisy. She is adorable and obviously has an incredible story that she opened up about with her health struggles that led to her cochlear implant. I mean, watching Joey watch Daisy, he was locked in. I felt like Daisy was the bachelorette and Joey was a contestant. Like, please love me. It did give that energy when they were dancing. Like, he was, like, giving it his all. She did give off the bachelorette energy now that I think about it. She's very confident, but confident, like, so subtly confident where she's just, like, sweet and happy. And, like, it, yeah, like, I... I think she seems amazing. And um, I, I mean, I'm like going to be shocked if I, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to choose her. This is pretty early on, but I'm like, yeah, they definitely have amazing chemistry. They really do. Joey is doing that thing that a lot of bachelors do, but some do it where it feels fake. For Joey, I don't think it does. I really do feel like he's doing a good job of that. I'm listening to you. I'm asking you questions. We're locked in. And it stands out a few for other girls, but he's doing a good job with all of them. But I felt like with Daisy, I really did feel like I was watching someone who was like eating up every word and he was so interested in her and he did ask good questions. And, you know, I don't fault the leads. I'm sure it's stressful, but sometimes you really do feel like they're just nodding their head, but not actually computing anything that people are saying. And I, I, yes. I buy it with him. Maybe Life I'm falling on for no it. one's home, but it doesn't yeah. feel like that with him. I mean, it's hard to like, listen to that many stories back to back right. to back. And you're it like, it probably exhausted and overwhelmed. And you're like, how do I answer this the right way? Like where they feel comfortable, all this stuff. But I agree. Like he's, I feel like he's like, felt really like present with a lot of the women. Yeah. Like he has wiped every single tear from every single cheek. Like there's been a tear. He's there to wipe it off. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I was wondering too, I was like, is he like just so perfect or like, is he, is it an act? But I don't think it's an act. I think he, it seems like he's really just genuinely like a good guy. I don't think it's an act. What we do know about The Bachelor is it will come out if it is, because our last yep. couple leads, they've been good guys, but they've struggled at the end. The yes. fantasy suite tests them. So we'll There's see how we... editing. Yes. <laughs> um, I jumped ahead to Daisy, but there was one question I did have from you for group date one, the whole um, Maria's quick change. As a, as a fashionista, what did we think of that white outfit to that black outfit situation? <laughs> I don't know. My mom and I, we were both like, like, I wish that it would have been more of like a jaw dropping transformation. Like I wish she would have started in like a long coat and stuff like that. And she's like, okay, I got to switch into something like whatever. But it was a cute outfit, but it wasn't like, like lingerie really. Like it was definitely like super cropped and like a cute skirt and stuff. But I'm like, I've worn that to like, a dinner before like I don't like I don't know if it needed its own moment but it definitely mm-hmm. got people talking which maybe was the goal of it I guess but I was like I, yeah. is this like some like producer who just threw it together last minute because they weren't at the mansion when this happened they were at a different yeah. location so she definitely packed these two outfits and she either was like debating which one to wear and they're like do both and then it just kind of like played off kind of Weird. Weird. I don't yeah. know. I mean, she looked amazing and looked so hot and all of it, but I don't feel like the storyline with it. Like, I was like, okay, like, cute outfit. 
but yeah, I don't it know. didn't really make sense to me either. Like it came out of nowhere. If it was like, we're going to go do something else or like, I wore this white to be bridal for you. Cause we did bridal today, but now like I, it's nighttime. I'm going to change. Like she could have, like, I just wrote that line yes. off the top of my head. I feel like we could have done better. <laughs> yes. We, t- I think, I think just if we changed a few words of it, like it would have been totally fine. But I think it was like, I'm not comfortable. I was like, Oh, like, I wonder why she's yeah. not comfortable. And then she yeah. fully goes for it. But I don't know. I mean, she she looked great. And I, I yeah, do like did. her fashion so far. Like, I feel like she's had some cool outfits and stuff. But I was like, I don't know if it needed, like, that type of yeah. moment. Like, I feel like for she that. just started in the little black outfit. And mm-hmm. I don't know. But Maybe taking a like, jacket off. Like you yeah. said, if you can have that underneath with all the skin. A little something. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. She has definitely been an interesting one to watch so far. Obviously, we see later on in the episode, she gets into this kind of like, I don't even really understand what this fight was, because I guess it was Medina, who's 31, feeling a little insecure about being the oldest girl in the house. I feel like that, I don't think 31 is old by any means, but I would understand maybe feeling that type of way. And I guess she was just trying to express that. And I think Maria's intentions at first were just to be like, girl, don't feel old. Like I'm 29. He's 28. It's great. But then it came off as her like disregarding her feelings. Like the whole thing was confusing. I don't really think we were age shaming, but then that word was thrown around and it, 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 I was not following what the real issue was. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, I was like, I can't imagine like if I'm like at the house and somebody says something like, for example, like 31 or whatever. And I'm like talking to one of my girlfriends and I'm like, I can't believe like she thinks 31's old. Like, that's so, like, kind of sad. Like, she's, like, so yeah. hot, whatever. Like, talking about it. And then somebody overhearing it and it sounding like I'm, like, talking crap about somebody. she wasn't somebody. really talking badly about her. That's she was just thing, like, like, I, I mean, maybe bad. it was, like, a little, like, a normal girl-to-girl kind of conversation. Yeah. But I think things like that can definitely get, like, spiraled out of control. Like, especially if your girlfriend's like, hey, I heard them talking about you. Like, that's already, right. like, oh, wait, this feels exactly. kind of negative. But I from what it sounded like, it didn't really feel that negative. Like I kind of almost liked that she ended up sitting down and was like, Hey, by the way, we're not making this a thing. Like, especially this, like, this is not really a thing. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it was enough to go and be like, Hey, by the way, she's talking about you. I thought that was, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And maybe it was, there's one conversation that didn't air, but from what it seemed like, I don't know. I feel like it just kind of got spiraled out of control. It feels like, we don't know because we weren't there, obviously, but if you're Medina watching the back, you'd be like, oh, I got bad information that Maria was like talk, shit-talking me that I'm 31 when really she yeah. was trying to be like hyping her up at 31. Could Maria also just been like, it's okay, you feel that way. I think Maria's just playing this really strong and can't help herself but getting involved, but I don't think she was trying to like shame her by any means. Right, yeah. And you know, I was wondering, like, uh, Medina and Maria's conversation, I was like, I, I do feel like maybe she came on a little strong where she was like, yeah. okay, like whatever. And said, like, if it were me, like, or me, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, you put, you have to put yourself in that situation. You're like, how would I do this? I don't know. But I, yeah. I'd probably just be like, Hey, by the way, like, I know that somebody said something like I, by the way, that's not, not my thought. Like we're good. Like, sorry about yeah. that. Like totally misconstrued, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like she was like, Hey, and like, was like really like, strong about it. So maybe it, I don't know. I just feel like it was like a weird communication thing. Maybe. Yeah. I'm sure it'll continue into next week. Cause that is this franchise. Um, yeah. and Sydney is the one who I think was like kind of stirring the pot a little bit by going to Medina. And the only thing I know about Sydney, we haven't seen much of her yet, but Ashley and Jared 
told me recently that that is their friend. She's from Rhode Island. Oh, and no they, Yes. And they, they helped her get on the show and they were like, she's great. And then they were like, but we're not sure how it's going to land on the show. Cause I think they probably heard from her that maybe how things went. So they obviously couldn't tell me, but they were kind of hinting like, we love Sydney. She's a great person. Not sure how her storyline will play out, which is a good reminder right. to everyone. We don't know these people for real, but that's where I'm getting with that. <laughs> and it takes one conversation, unfortunately, like on the show for people to like assume all of these mm -hmm. things about you. And yeah. you might be like, wait, I just thought that she was talking about my girl. Like, yeah. you know, like, so we'll see, but I'm sure it'll continue. Um, group date two was like a paintball capture the flag boot camp hosted by Jubilee and Demi, who at Demi was obviously on your first season. Um, were our group dates fun? Are they painful? Are they enjoyable? A little bit of both. <laughs> um, it's funny. I was talking about it with my mom last night. I feel like my season, there were so many, um, like physical dates. Like there were girls pushing each other off of like these pirate ships. And then there was one where the girls were wrestling and there was like a camp where they were having to do these kind of hard challenges and like pool stuff. I was not on any of those. I don't oh, know nice. why. Like I was shocked because the only ones I was on were like very like peaceful dates. Um, so I've never been on like a very super competitive date, nor would I thrive at it at all. Right. Um, but you got lucky. I, it's funny. Like if, so, even if so, I think of like watching survivor, even like if they say the rules, like turn left here, then do this and this and this, like I just flake and I like yeah. can't follow along. So I would just not be good at it. But, um, but I did, I do enjoy watching them. I think they're fun. I think Demi and Jubilee did amazing. Um, I think yeah. it would be great hosts. So. Yeah, they were funny. This had the little wrench in it where the blue team won, but only one person got to spend time with Joey. Felt a little cruel to me. I do think that, you know, not Edwina's fault and she was great, got the rose, very sweet and vulnerable with her time with Joey, took advantage of it. I do think the more one-on-one -on -one time the lead gets, obviously the better for them. But if I was on the blue team, I'd be pissed that they didn't, I, we yeah. won this stupid game and didn't get time with him. Absolutely. I mean, it, I do think that they're throwing in like a few different layouts than mm -hmm. they usually do. Like usually it's like, okay, all the blue team will go and have the cocktail hour with him. Yeah. But this was like a different one where it's like, okay, so now we just have one person going. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we know why they do it. They want to make these yeah. girls angry and stuff, but yeah, no, I mean, they don't I handle it better than you. sometimes others do. Honestly, they didn't really get that upset. At least they didn't show it. They were upset, but they, I feel like in other seasons that could have been like the blowout thing. And this yeah. girl could have been blamed, but she totally. wasn't at least not from what we saw. Um, also in the first episode, they did that whole, uh, potential steal a date one-on-one -on -one date with uh, Leia who ended up getting the first impression rose, but then she burned the card and like, good for her. And it got her her first impression rose. But I was like, damn, like, that's the kind of stuff I want them to do to keep this franchise fresh. Like, yeah, kind of how they did this week. Like, what would you have done if you got a group date card that said you could steal a one on one date because you don't want the other girls to hate you, but like, kind of amazing. That's it's a it's a weird. I, I see why she did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But in, in, in the fact that it was stressing her out that much, like, I think it was probably better for her to do it. And like her like yeah. mental health at the time, she's probably like, okay, like I'll, there won't be a target on my back. Like I'm not going to have to steal from somebody. Um, and also on the show, like, you know how that goes. Like if you're like yeah. 
okay, I'm going to steal the date. They're not probably not going to air your date in like a really great light. Like it's just right. probably going to feel icky. So I get why yeah. she did it. But gosh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of those girls would have taken that card and just hit it in their suitcase or under their seat and been like, ah, sucks, sucks. So I know they well, were probably so pissed. They're like, we gave it to the one girl who's feels so bad. She's going to burn it. We should have given it to someone who would I'm like, was that on purpose? Like, do they need the drama around it? I guess because every other girl would have been like, okay, here's my ticket. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it played well. She's great. It's also, it must be interesting to have that first impression rose, which you do know what that's like. And then going into it, like you have the validation, but then usually the first impression rose winner wouldn't get the first couple dates because you already got that. So it's probably like a mind game of, oh, they like me. They gave me the rose, but also you, you're not thinking this in real time, but as a viewer, it's like, okay, well, they can't give you all the screen time. So that means you're going to have to take a back seat, but you're probably in your head. Like, what do you mean? I am not now the star. I got the rose. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I'm thinking, I, I feel like I, I, I would have been inclined to maybe toss it or do something yeah. like that just because I, I, I don't know. I feel like taking it away from somebody and it kind of ruins the whole organic, how it all works yeah. and stuff. I get it. The sisterhood is something that as viewers, we don't always understand, but happens every season. That's one thing consistent, whether the relationship works out, you always have a handful, sometimes even more of girls that stay friends from that experience. So I guess you don't want to be the girl that messes that because that seems like the one thing that is consistent. Yeah, totally. I wonder if producers were like, yeah, like we had a moment, she threw it in the fire or if they're like, dang it, like this really was going to be our, because that would have been dragged out for however long like yeah yeah probably both they probably were like at least we have our premiere moment but like damn this would have been nice to tease for a few more weeks yeah totally someone else who stands out to me in the night portion that I think Joey really likes is Lexi she hasn't gotten that much screen time but she was the one who painted the like quirky thing for him um and I feel like he really looks at her and really likes her and my random prediction for no actual reason but in his promos, he keeps talking about how he's like scared the person he likes the most, like isn't going to want him back. And I don't know why, but I feel like that's Lexi. <laughs> I, I really like Lexi too. And like, it, I, I think from even like last night, he was like, I think she seems really funny and like has a good mm-hmm. sense of humor. And like, I'm big into that. I'm like, oh, if you guys can like laugh together, like you'll probably make it to the end just because it is like a crazy situation and if you're like what are we doing here right now like this is insane like you know just like yeah being normal about it and stuff like that's great but I do think it might be refreshing for Joey to maybe have to chase a little bit right like he's so loved and all this stuff and maybe she'll be the one to like put him on his toes I think so um did any other other women stand out to you I know again it's week two it's hard to even remember their names I feel like we covered the the highlights but did anything else that we we didn't we didn't touch on stand out to you or predictions or anything about Joey overall um it's funny the way my brain already works with it but I'm like there's already so many icons for paradise um I I I just I really it, I'm really digging this cast this year. Like it feels mm-hmm. like we have like our sweet girls and then we have like our sassy girls and then like the funny ones. Like it feels, I don't know. It feels really like whole with everything. Yeah. And there's definitely like some girls that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know what they're going to say next and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I think it'll be a really good season. Um, and I mean, I think Joey seems great too. And yeah. We'll see. I mean, the very first episode when he's crying in the beginning of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like 
taking everything in me to not try to read spoilers, but I'm not doing it this year. It's not happening. We're committing. Um, No, we are fully committed. I do think, I think that's interesting what you said about the women and kind of feeling like it's a well-rounded group. I also think so far, I know it's only been two episodes, but they've done a great job of editing it where we're following one or two, three women kind of throughout the episode. So we get to know them because I think a criticism of the last couple of seasons and just the show in general, because there is so many people and everyone falls into like their trope of their bachelor person is then I feel like I don't know these people. And then it's hard to get invested. And I feel like Maria, Jess, Daisy, Lauren, who I know left, but we, we saw, we've seen them. Like those are four names. Usually I can't name four people after two episodes. <laughs> Yes, I definitely feel like we are getting to know the girls. Like, I am also shocked that this is only the second episode. Like, yeah. And I feel like I know so much about the girls already and who they are and what their dynamics are going to be like. Um, So that's been kind of fun. Yeah. High hopes. Um, Well, when you're not watching The Bachelor, Hannah, you are quite busy. Um, As we mentioned, you have your YouTube channel. You're all over my TikTok feed. I know you have an app that everyone dies over and your photos are incredible. Tell me about your YouTube channel first. How often do you post? What are your favorite videos to make? Like what's going on over there? YouTube's been kind of a fun outlet um, for less, I guess, edited content Mm -hmm. in a sense. Like I just kind of ramble on there. Um, It almost feels like podcasty energy where you're Mm -hmm. not just trying to say everything perfect within 30 seconds, like on TikTok sometimes. Um, But you're just, it's just, I'm more open on there and I've really enjoyed YouTube and like, one of my favorite compliments are like, if I see somebody on the street, they'll be like, Hannah, please post more YouTubes. And I'm like, Oh, like, that's great. Like that people like to watch it. And like, we just hang out on there. Um, so YouTube's really enjoyable. Um, and I've just really been liking the vlog vlogging, just literally whatever happens on there. Um, so that's been fun. Um, TikTok is obviously been really fun. And I feel like I've been able to like be kind of an idiot on there in the best way. (laughs) Idiot's a good word for me by the yes. way like my bad friends were all idiots but it all means a good thing but it's just been <laughs> fun to like play around on tiktok and um not be so put together all the time mm-hmm. um i'm just going through the socials but instagram no, obviously yeah. like i love being creative and i have seti app where mm-hmm. um i edit all my photos on there we have some new filters coming up and some fun activations so i'm stoked about that and how long have um, you yeah, been doing I mean, I'm, I'm just busy Huh? How long have you guys have been doing SETI? Because I feel like it's like pretty established as like a photo editing app that people definitely turn to. Thanks. Yeah. Um, we started it, I think, end of 2021. Okay. I yeah. believe um, we've had like a little over 600,000 downloads. Um, wow. I, it's a really cool little community. And like basically I started it because I'm from Alabama and I – started in photography and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, I was always just getting creative and making downtown Birmingham kind of feel like New York sometimes. And just having these fun photo shoots with my friends. And I feel like study app is kind of that space where people can just get creative and have fun no matter where you are or what you're doing or what your job is and stuff. It's supposed to just like inspire people to be more creative. So, um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me and recapping Joey season. I feel like I got some insight in, from a former contestant, but also just got to talk to, you know, fun girl talking about some other fun girls. I really like this cast and I really like Joey. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. So Me too. Well, you're welcome season. back anytime to chat with me. Maybe when thank we get you. to these ladies in paradise, I'm sure they'll be sliding into your DMs for advice. 
um, as someone who conquered the beach. Um, <laughs> that would be fun. Thank you for taking the time seriously. And I hope to talk to you again soon.